0: photography world. I'm Grant Swinburne and I'll be your host on this show discussing the world of landscape photography. This time I'll be talking to Runa Svensson of Svensania about his landscape photography journey. Based in Sydney but originally from Norway Runa is one of the many talented photographers in the Sydney landscape scene at the moment and does a great job of bringing his unique perspectives on his shots of the iconic Sydney locations. We'll learn more about how he's evolved his style and what's behind his creative drive. He's also into music and we talk a bit about some new projects he's working on to combine his two passions. I hope you enjoy the show. Hi
1: Runa, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing? Very good thank you thanks for having me appreciate oh, being uh, invited to come pleasure. along absolute pleasure when when were you out shooting last oh last well obviously before the pandemic uh, let me think um well i was out shooting the super moon or the uh, the the full moon back in late may yep but i think i had one other uh one other outing after that um I think I was, uh, I was doing a sunset in the city. It was kind of average, but it still, it was still nice. I think, um, I went to, um, you know, the overseas passenger terminal down, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. in the that, city. That's always
0: a good, li- good yeah,
1: it's always a good spot. I was down there in that little tower where you have the staircase and that little round tower thing. Yep, yep. I was up there all by myself. Beautiful evening. It wasn't a banger or anything like that, but it was still nice to be out and shoot. Yeah, yeah. And that was quite early in in june i think okay I think that was my latest to be honest so yeah it's been a, it's been a long while
0: yeah my my last one was uh i think mid june or you know probably mid june at the at, at the latest yeah i think that was the one that i was I was over at uh taronga zoo wharf um mm,
1: super, nice. super
0: long a, a, across the uh, you know that comp where you line up um the uh the lighthouse and the opera house and barangaroo and
1: everything yeah exactly <clears throat> that's a beauty i've never actually shot from there but i've shot from Cremorne a few times uh yeah. bradley's head and these sort of things but i've, I've thought about going from uh from uh Taronga Sioux myself i'll go there because we have the membership, so i go there during the daytime just, yep, and then yep. i see this beautiful vantage point so yeah uh, I've been thinking to coming back down shooting for sunset or something.
0: Yeah, there, there's a couple of shots from up inside the zoo too um, that I've seen. There's there's a really good uh, framing that I've seen. I, I've never actually shot it myself, but I've seen it where you get all these trees sort of framing the city across the harbour. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not not exactly sure where in the zoo that it is though, but um, I've, <clears> I've, I've seen a few people post that one and uh you know it, it, it's a nice spot if you can get there around sunset I know that, that you can do mm-hmm. sort of night passes and things like that at the zoo which uh you know probably probably worth doing for that yeah definitely
1: I uh yeah I think I've taken that shot if you walk down the zoo left hand side you mm-hmm. sort of find your way through there there's a little spot there's like a super good uh, vantage point that you see all the elements in the harbor uh, yeah. i've taken one of those shots i think um a little while ago uh, it's a beautiful spot but never during sunset always during the daytime but even yeah you say say a lot of e- daytime
0: shots yeah
1: <clears throat> definitely i mean it's beautiful even during midday there you can shoot because you get some strong colors and beautiful
0: stars. yeah it's yeah awesome, yeah awesome. you get the blues of the sky and the the, the water and everything yeah um, that's it yeah. So how how did you get started? What's your what's your earliest photography memory? How did, how did what what got you into it?
1: Oh yeah. Um, well, I guess my earliest photography memory uh is probably like there was always my parents, or probably my dad, he he always took photos of of uh, of our family and me and my siblings when we were kids. I mean, and we had one of those. Uh, you know those slide machines. Uh, yeah. You have this old machine that you stick the old old school slides from film into. We, we yeah, have
0: those I, I, I I used to love playing around with that. <laughs>
1: yeah, I can still remember, remember the sound of those that thing uh, and so on. And so I think that's for the photos and everything. That well, it was always in my life and of probably in the early stage, but it never affect me or made me want to shoot myself so i think the first real time i actually picked up a camera and started photography uh around 2007 8 maybe oh, wow. uh, okay. when, I started, when i when i started traveling uh, uh traveling altogether. i would say uh, yep. a lot of europe a lot of italy spain uh, and these sort of places uh, i had the the money and the time to to do a bit of travel yep. for a period of, in, in my life around that time and then I picked up one of those uh, those uh, old school Canon Xs point and shoot cameras purely oh, yeah, yeah. to document well, my travels I've uh, had a couple travel. of them <laughs> yeah uh, but but it did it did the job you know so yeah. um, I was able to travel I was able to shoot uh, and document my travels like that and it was yeah. kind of like no way nothing too. They weigh absolutely nothing, Um yeah. so it was street photography slash uh, tourist attractions, that sort of thing. Uh, I got I got me into it in a way. Yeah. So that's that's where it started for me. Nice, nice. So what
0: what 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 started you getting into sort of the, the the landscape scene and you know how did how did you get started in that? Yeah, I
1: think that that probably takes me to Sydney. So I've been i've been in australia eight years and when i arrived in sydney uh yeah i came here and i had a dslr at the time i I had advanced from my Canon Xs up to a a nikon d3000 i think i had when i came here um and then when i saw the harbor uh, and everything that was going on here, uh, like in terms of the sunsets and, and the different elements of the skyline and all that, yeah, that's okay. what got me into it. I started exploring Sydney as a city with my camera and it was kind of like a, a love story uh, where I explored the city, got to know it and, and love the city uh, and also documented it with my camera. Um, and that's how I got into it definitely the cityscape part of what i do yeah
0: yeah yeah. i mean it's sort of you you can take a bad shot of it but it's it's pretty photogenic it's pretty hard to take a bad shot yeah that's right that's right i don't have to i don't have to try that hard
1: (laughs) no that's it yeah i completely agree so that's what got me into it sydney i
0: would say yeah cool Mm. cool so what um you know what what what's your driver behind you know obviously you know you you do a lot of cityscapes but you also into other styles what what do you look for in a location to you know what to try and get something that's a bit unique because you know that that's a from from what i've seen of your your work that's a big part of what you're trying to do is look for angles or look for you know, compositions that might be a little bit different, a little bit out of the ordinary. So what, what is it that you're looking for when, you, when you're out there trying to uh, mm. trying to get that unique perspective? Mm. Uh, yeah, so I, I guess, first of all, I
1: probably have an idea about a shot before I necessarily go out and try and take it. Uh, but when I'm at a location, as you said, anyone can point the camera at the, at the harbour and it's gonna be a good shot because it's beautiful. Yep. Uh, but then uh, how and what can you do to sort of make it a little bit more your own in a, in that sense? Mm-hmm. I guess that's what I'm looking for. So sometimes it means crawling down on my knees and looking absolutely stupid because I'm there flat on the ground trying to find something that no one else probably looks for. Yeah. Uh, or, or walking to the side, walking off where everyone's normally standing or shooting from. Yeah, um, yeah. so I try to find and to challenge myself to find something that hasn't been done before, very difficult, uh, but that's what I, I enjoy about it. You know? Yeah. It's,
0: it's a challenge around Sydney because there's only, only so many ways that you can shoot the the bridge and the opera house and the skyline and whatever, and, but, and, and I mean, there, there's a, there are a lot of different places you can go, you know, so you can go out to Mrs. Macquarie's chair and get that, that westerly shot or you can you know do it from down and farm cove or you can do it from over at piermont or balmain uh or even over on the on the north shore there's a there's a ton of spots over there that give you give you sort of those different different views of the place but um yeah i think one of the one of the hardest parts though is there's only there's still only so many of them so you've really got to you got to look for your angles when you when you're trying to do that. So you know, uh, and I think you know. To to be honest, that's one of the things that I I really admire about your work is that you've you put you seem to put a lot of work into looking for different ways of shooting the the, the same old same old that uh, a lot mm. of people shoot and you know don't don't quite get those same angles. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's. I've,
1: perhaps try to carve out some some kind of niche in something that's already been done a million times uh, that that's probably what I've been trying to do uh, because I love those locations and those beautiful icons are fantastic yeah um, it's just how can we do it a little bit different uh with my own twist and style and that, that's what I've been trying to do
0: yeah cool so what what's your shooting process Sort of, you know, you 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 found your spot, and you found you you what you think you what are you what are you what's going through your mind? What do you do Mm -hmm. when you're on location?
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, So, well, I'm I'm a tripod shooter, and you can probably see that from my my images. Like it's um it's uh it's finding a good spot where I can work with a composition that looks uh, looks good on the back of my camera or through the eye. Uh, that's yep. what you found here um the, so I'll, I'll set up and i'll take shots and i guess typically i'm someone that gets there early and stands in the same spot for a long time and shoots okay different so you're not, not one of those trying to points. run around doing different comps no
0: yeah.
1: no okay. i don't no, i don't do that i'll, I'll stick with one spot and i'll shoot different exposures different light through the scene like one of my favorite things is to be there from before sunset yep shoot the scene and then it gets darker and then after i end up with some shots during before sunset during sunset after sunset and i blend yeah. Them together yeah get that
0: lovely blue light mm. lighting and yeah, mm. with the, the lights coming on on the buildings etc yeah that's right these
1: kind of things that's probably my typical work for <clears> one <throat> when I'm out there uh, that depends on uh, if, if it's been a while since I've been that I might want to try to get a few more ankles and then I do a bit of moving around but <clears throat> I guess I'm I'm the typical typically me would be out, I'm stuck in one position yeah. and then when everyone has gone home and it's pitch black then I'm still there <laughs> for a little bit longer. Uh,
0: get there early leave <laughs> the first in, last
1: out <laughs> that's that's right yeah, yeah. <laughs> So you you walk away with one shot. That's the that's the hard part. But that's that's what it is. Yeah.
0: Or, or one composition. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, exactly. So when when you when you get them home and you you've got your one shot, what are you what are you doing to to make it look good? You know, to give it give it the best you can. Are you doing a lot of blending, or are you doing you know with um, bracketed shots, or are you? yeah what 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 sort of process are you you trying to do it all in camera what what sort of processing do you do yeah
1: I probably do most composites um I don't uh sometimes I do in camera one shot uh it can happen uh but I enjoy that thing when I'm also from the moment when I'm out there shooting I also think about okay what can I do here to shoot the scene in different exposures uh, yep. so I deliberately do that so, because I know that I want to want to blend them together uh, at a later stage yeah so right. it's probably a bit of that but I guess from a workflow point of view it's it starts in in Lightroom like I guess for everyone else where the yep. lights colors tweaks that sort of thing and I normally find a couple of of shots from my role that I like and I can see working well together and then they go into Photoshop and then I continue continue there and then maybe I bring them back into Lightroom for one final boost of color tweak sure. to the global level for the full full image cool so it's a bit like that
0: yeah okay so what what with, without giving away your, your secret spots what what's your, do you have a favorite spot to shoot
1: um, yeah, but I, I love the, the harbor
0: and I love the icons
1: and you can see that from my feet as well. If, yep. if I'm going to choose one spot, it's the spot you already mentioned, the Mrs. Macquarie's chair. It's hard yeah, to go yeah. beyond that if you want a classic, uh, like yeah, the bridge. Yeah, the it harbour. gives, gives
0: yeah. you the, the, the opera house and the bridge and you can yeah. swing around and get the, get the city lights and everything as well, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. If I was going to choose another spot that's not accessible, uh, I was lucky to be on a, on an organized shoot on top of the Shangri La Hotel.
0: Ah, very nice. Uh, yeah.
1: And that sort of thing, then you walk away with many shots you can use. Um, yeah. And you can get a lot of out of because that's incredible. Um, places like that, just fantastic. Yeah.
0: You don't get many I mean, opportunities to... to get up there, no. uh, up on the roof no, anyway. Well, you can always you know spend a few hundred dollars a night to uh take a room but
1: <laughs> yeah you can do that but it's just behind the glass it's not the same yeah experience. yeah
0: uh, yeah well, you gotta you gotta make sure that the uh the window cleaners have done their job if you're gonna do that <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah you can
1: do it with the lens skirts and everything but to be up there uh, and put your tripod over the the little wall they have up there it's yeah fantastic In- incredible yeah. Uh, so that's an awesome spot, but it's not accessible. Uh, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. It's not 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 an everyday shoot. That one, no, definitely not. Yeah. <laughs> so, how how about um, safety? Have you had any uh, issues when you're out shooting, or any anything you know that's been a near miss? Obviously, you, you you're still here, so not nothing too dangerous. But uh, have you had any misadventures?
1: not not really up I, I mean safety first uh, always so yeah. I, I think that's uh that's the number one priority there's been a couple of times um you know you have lightning storms and so that sort of thing um, yeah that,
0: that's always but, a bit of a risk but yeah worth it
1: <laughs> yeah i've never been close enough to say that it was actually dangerous um I've been in one location where you do need to do a little bit of trespassing to get a good walk away with a shot because it's not intended for people. But I, I, tend not to do that anymore. I stay away from these places. Um, I don't really enjoy it. I think for me, photography is also recreational. So you, you go outside to spend a couple of hours just you and the camera and you know the scene. Uh, and if if it's dangerous, you can't really relax. So
0: yeah, yeah. yeah yeah I, I mean i know that there's been a you know a bit of a an instagram uh what do you call it theme or um you know uh, trend i guess for some people to go out on these you know out on the tops of buildings climbing towers and all the rest of that sort of thing i mean for, for me it's it, that that's just taking it too far for a shot if you if you you're standing there and you're you're inches away from death i don't think I, I honestly don't think the shot's worth it i mean i know that there's some people that do it they're adrenaline junkies and they they may well you know take all the safety precautions in the world to do it but yeah i'm i'm kind of with you and on, on that i'm i, I just don't see the, the the point in you know getting that close to to, to death just for a just for a photo on uh, on instagram no,
1: definitely not. And I've never been in any situation like that or done anything like that.
0: Borderline crazy. No, yeah. it's not for me. No, no. Nor, nor I. Um, no. well, one of the things I did want to talk to to you about was your music because that's something that I think a lot of people that you know follow you on Instagram or um, you know, know know your photography probably don't know that much about. I know you've uh, dropped a a um a, a new track recently on spotify so tell, tell us a bit how, how you got into that and what you know what yeah sure uh, yeah thanks for
1: asking that question uh it's probably something that's um, uh, not that many people who knew about myself from from the beginning and so on because they know me as a photographer and for my photography but for me that's um that's probably how my first sort of flirt with something that was creative you could say back in the mm-hmm. day um, you had like uh, where I grew up at a time where before the internet and then we had computers at home uh, yep. was the Commodore 64 or the Amiga for people yeah, older I remember that yep. like that exactly uh, so I got into something uh, that we called the demo scene back back then which was yeah, um, yeah. Yep. probably people getting together young people creating presentations doing music for them and I, and I was the musician uh, for, for those kind of things, uh, so I I got into this thing that's called tracker music, where you can okay. you use the computer to 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 write songs or music uh, for for computer demonstrations uh, and so on, and that's how I got into that. Um, cool. Later on, I was in a couple of different bands uh, with some of my mates. We I yeah, was probably part of house music, techno. You could say the scene that went on in my Hometown on the west coast in in Norway, so it was part of that. Um, but then it sort of like uh, faded away. uh You know, you get a job, you move on with other things and that yep. sort of thing. And then I didn't really get into anything creative then until I took up photography. Because uh, it, it may sound a little bit crazy, but it's in a way quite similar, uh, at least for me. Uh, you write a song, a set of rules, you use a set of tools, uh, you do a photo, you also use yeah. a set of tools. It's, There's it's a workflow to it, yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, so it was basically now that I've, I've had some more time on, to get into things, I got a little bit of equipment and so on to to start to write some songs. And I yeah, downloaded Ableton and had a go at it um, a little while ago, sort of slowly got back into it and I have a mate in uh, Norway who runs a little indie label uh, and, uh yep. has a reasonable studio so he's helped me out with some mastering and so on so that's how I sort of nice. got back into it so that, that's cool yeah
0: yeah well done well done thank you what, what, that's good so so what's the name of the track so listeners can get get uh, hooked up to it on uh, Spotify Yeah, if you look
1: me up on Spotify, it's um, it's the same uh, alias as I use on Instagram. It's it's Svensania. Yep. It's exactly the same. You'll find me there on Spotify under the name. You also find me on YouTube and Apple Music and a few other platforms. I've done, I've dropped two tracks so far. The first one is called 367 Dreams, which is really a flirt for the old days, for the old old, Sid Sid Chip uh, from the old Commodore 64 uh, days. So you'll hear that. And uh, then I did another track, which is um, uh, more of a homage to the disco days. That's called Travolta.
0: Yeah, I I took a listen to that the other day. I I, I really like it because, yeah, the. The disco days were uh, kind of when I grew up. Oh, mind you, I was, I was yeah. more into punk at the time than I was into disco. But you know so. yeah. <laughs> that's cool. Uh, oh, thanks for listening. That's cool. Uh, that's good. Um, so, what, what, what are your? Uh, I mean, do, does your uh, photography influence your music, and vice versa, or are they, do you just see them as two separate? creative outlets that you know you just let let you do your own thing yeah good question
1: um so so far I guess it's been quite two separate things but I've sort of been trying to what can I do here uh that joins the two of them together so I, I think in the maybe in the future I'll I'll try and shoot some content that's probably speaks to the music yeah, yeah. And maybe even the other way around and write something that's that goes along with my images. Um, so far, I think they're probably quite separate. Um, so it's something that I, I want to explore a little bit further and how, how I can do maybe some multimedia, it could be videos, could be something that is bringing those two crafts into one form.
0: Nice. But that's yeah. yet to be explored. Yes, yeah. but it's, oh. um, yeah, I'll oh, two, that... two separate things so far. De- definitely watch and listen to this space. That uh, that sounds intriguing. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty fun when you do
1: all, both of things uh, together. Uh, it's uh, quite interesting. So it's it's going cool. yeah.
0: So it doesn't doesn't sound like you uh, have any problem in in keeping motivated. I guess you know. Do you what 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 do you do if you get into a bit of a creative rut where you think oh, I've shot this a thousand times. I don't want to shoot it anymore. Mm. You just move on mm. and shoot something else. Or do you do you you know do you have photographers block ever or you know and how do you deal with it? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think uh, that I probably have that as everyone else.
1: Uh, oh, I've been here before. I've been here with my tripod, my, my lenses and my filters. Some new new gear is always good. Uh, I have been here, but I haven't been here with this lens. That sort of thing. It's always yep. uh, it's been inspiring for me. I think um, I've done that a few times. Um, but I guess uh, I guess it's it's about trying to just to shake you out of it and try something a little bit different. Uh, I've been here but I haven't tried this. Yeah. Uh, go and shoot with other people is good because uh, sometimes you see people do something that you never thought about uh, or they go somewhere that you didn't think about um, yeah. or even they say something or show you something. Um, yeah, yeah. That uh I remember with my first full frame camera my 5D um there was a gentleman I was out shooting with, his name is, his alias is Pink Lemonade Photography You'll
0: Okay, on,
1: on Instagram still, uh, he, he's a fun guy, so we went out shooting and he showed me this little trick, uh, I never used the live view on my camera, I always okay. shot through the viewfinder, which you should, of course, but he actually, I uh, just tapped this button and uh, okay, that's cool. Um so since that moment he showed me that I actually sort of started using my live view function a lot more. Mm. Um so it's things like that, maybe in your workflow that you didn't think about, that others do that you don't. Could be basic things like this
0: that I'm just yeah. talking
1: about. Um that gives you new ideas looking at things from a different way. Yeah,
0: that's that's cool. One of, one of the things I do is uh sometimes I, I just um you know flick into youtube and go down youtube um rabbit holes with uh you know photographers that are also doing vlogging um and so you know you you look at some of what they're doing and the, even if it, even if they're in you know they're international they they're not australian or, or or whatever it it still sometimes just inspires me to get out there and go you know and yeah, you know, it, it as you know getting up in the morning you know, is always uh, a bit of a bit bit of a hard ass particularly in winter and um mm. you know but yeah, I it it's one thing that always sort of clears the cobwebs for me is is watching somebody else do something and you know just trying to learn a little bit out of it and I say oh all right, I'm going to go and try that, you know, they they might be doing a technique I haven't tried, you know. And I'll and I say, all right, well, I'm going to go and try that. Where can I try that? And, you know, you depending on what it is, you know, whether it's a, a new way of doing flow or a new way of, uh, you know, doing, um, uh, you know, I, either a longer or a shorter exposure, you know. Um, and I went out with a, a, a friend of mine, actually, the, Uh, Gary Graham from GSG Images, he took me out to uh, Eastern Creek because he's tied up with uh, Audi. Um, And it was really different, totally different shooting style, you know, shooting uh, race cars um, and, and motor racing and, you know, just trying to get and, you know, working with Gary because he was so experienced at it, just working with him to get, you know, some pointers on how to, you know, focus where where to focus on the car you know how to set the, the the camera settings up so that you you got you know a bit of spinning wheel but you still got the sharpness with the car so you had to you know flick into auto iso for example so that you didn't worry about that um and then you're just focusing on your your aperture and your uh, your um you know, shutter speed so you know, just just doing something different always, you know, sort of gets me out of those sorts of ruts. And I think it, I think it's really important to just go and try and and do different things. You
1: know,
0: definitely, yeah. It's, but that, that's the fun
1: thing about photography as well, because there's so many genres and things you you can sort of seek out and, and try and experience in a, in a different way absolutely Uh, landscape cityscape is one thing but like you said uh, shooting motorsports it's a completely different ballgame. game. Uh, yeah, so yeah. <laughs> that's what I, That's
0: what I, 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 I learned a lot. And uh, you know, if, if you've listened to um, Gary's episode, you 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 probably heard him say that he's he's learning a lot from me. And I think, yeah, you know, that that's one of the things that I really like about photography is that, yeah, okay, you can get inside your own head headspace and just go off and do things on your own, but you can also, you know, share a lot and learn a lot. Yeah, you know, just by you know getting involved in the community and talking to people, and uh, you know learning what they do and how they do it, and yeah, you know, I, I I just think that that's one of the nice things about, particularly when you go shooting with other people, is that you you get the opportunity to learn a lot. Definitely, absolutely, no, it's priceless. It's very good. So when you're uh, when when you're uh, out out there you know in in sydney or wherever it is um what bit of kit can't you live without with Ooh, kit yeah um
1: so normally in my bag well obviously my camera body has to be there yeah um but... but i guess you're talking more about lenses and then lenses oh any, any and so bit,
0: I... bit of kit it could be could be a filter could be a could, could be mm. the, the the tripod could be you know the the two times extender what 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 is it that you what is it that you, you've got to have <laughs> yeah exactly um
1: apart so, from the latest bit of
0: kit obviously <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> there's always something new that you would like absolutely no, Alan, yeah. but um I, I never leave home uh without the um my nisi kit which is fantastic uh, Especially especially as say the polarizer I don't shoot without that okay Um, what sort of um even for things like um when you're in the city or you're shooting a part of a building uh that thing always does something for me for instance if you uh there's these shots that we can take um uh right down at uh, Campbell Cove when you uh looking at the Opera House there's a bench and then you do that yep. low angle bench shot, <clears throat> if someone that's listening if you haven't tried this, try it with the polarizer, spin the polarizer and see what happens okay because that makes that thing just pop it's these kind of things, yeah railings yeah. or so it's obviously to balance the sky and to balance water and yep. these sort of things, but it's all I also use it during vivid. I remember using it uh to when you have the beams, light beams spin the polarizer suddenly it pops
0: yeah
1: it's yeah. a difference for that sort of thing polarizer is uh absolutely something that i would not leave home without unless i'm doing a portrait shoot which is out of my comfort zone but uh, i do do that sometimes then i would bring it but for any other thing it, it's always comes along cool it's good yeah.
0: so what, what what body are you shooting with at the moment mm-hmm. um, what what kit is you still with the DSLR or have you made the shift to mirrorless
1: yeah I used to shoot with the 5D uh, for many many years 5D3 I had for many years yep. uh, but then I moved up to the um the EOS R the Canon's first mirrorless yeah uh, and I haven't moved from that one yet Um, uh, but that was a very good like step up from the 5D in terms of uh, yeah the sure. 5D3 uh, it was a good uh, level up in terms of um, resolution and data to work with, uh, dynamic range, and all these sort of things. So I'll shoot with the 5D, uh, the um, sorry, the USR. Uh, lens kits, uh, I have the 16 to 35F 2.8. Yep. 2. Uh, I've got the seven f- Sorry,
0: uh, is that for the
1: R or is that for the? Uh oh yeah, good good uh good call. Uh all my lenses are EF. I have not uh yeah, so you're using a converter, right? Yeah. Eh? I used the converter, uh, but that yeah. is very, very good. You okay. not you don't uh compare to how those lenses performed on my uh, 5D, you don't see a difference. They right. are even probably faster it's, and the focus is fantastic.
0: Did, okay so that doesn't make any difference to the focal length at all because yeah, you've adding No, no.
1: Yeah, I guess you you have a little bit of distance there from the camera body to the to the lens. I haven't yeah. really noticed any anything. That, I suppose
0: you'd, you'd only uh, really notice it at the extremes if you were doing a comparison. Yeah, I mean, you not know. a crop a lot anyway, so it probably wouldn't make any difference.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a good question. Uh, if you line them up li- side by side and see what happens, um, yeah. if it is as wide, I'm not sure, uh, but that's a good question.
0: Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't I think I've ever seen point anyone point. do a comparison of that. It'd be interesting to see. Mm. Yeah. I'm going to go and Google that after this. Yeah, I can see yeah. myself going down a, a another YouTube rabbit hole tonight. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly, exactly. Very interesting. Uh, no, I I haven't, um, but I haven't noticed anything. It's it's been good, very good, uh, in okay. my experience.
0: Mm. Cool. So what, what's, what is your style? How would you describe it for the listeners?
1: Yeah, my style. Um, so I guess you've sort of touched a little bit onto it. Um, I, I shoot classics with probably attempting to do a little bit on with my own view and twist and style and so on. Um, but so sort of a, uh, an original look to it i hope to achieve Uh, so i think that's probably one part of it Uh, probably quite colorful Uh, i do like Mm -hmm. color um, in that way as well and i guess probably um, yeah uh, i'd say probably a little bit unpredictable in that in that sense Uh, i try to do my own thing but I do shoot classics. Um, that's what yeah, I do. Cool.
0: So, whose whose work is uh, sort of you know catching your eye at the moment? I know there's a there's a bunch of people out there that I I think have really come along uh, and come a long way um, since I sort of started up on on Instagram a few years ago, um, and you know. So, but who, who's sort of out there that you're you're saying that you're, you're really enjoying their work? Mm. I, I
1: guess there's a few different people, um, but, um, uh, I can't go by, um, Iso or Chungi, if you know his, yeah. uh, his work. Yeah. Uh, he is probably like, uh, a, a, somewhat of an, like a next level sort of thing and the, the dedication. Yep. Uh, like I, I go out there and I, I stay from before sunset until it gets dark. But this person, he goes out there and stays all night. Yeah, he's, that, he's there for his next yeah, dedication. From, from dusk till dawn, yeah. yeah. <laughs> from dusk till dawn, that's right. That's very, very good results. Uh, yeah. Super high quality work. So I, I really enjoy looking at his work.
0: Yeah, same here. He's, uh, he's, he's got good. some magnificent shots.
1: Mm. Yeah, and then where it works like like yourself and other shooters in Sydney, the Dust Coast work. Uh, Work. is always good to, yeah. to look at. Um, it's nice to see that Nikki Bings is always out there. Yeah,
0: regardless.
1: Yeah. Uh, I enjoy that sort of determination as well. It's good. Hi, Nikki. It's very enjoyable to see that um, that work. That's yeah, all. No, she,
0: she does some great
1: work. Yep. Yeah, and yeah, in, in, indeed uh, from the local Sydney shooters as such. Yeah, I think I think. Uh, I think uh, I, yeah many people in sydney also inspire me with what they do and so on cool okay
0: so what um when when you're not making music what what are you what are you doing um or when you're not shooting and when you're not making music what what what's in runa's world
1: well uh, i have a day job um so of course that takes a lot of time outside of that um I'm, I'm a dad to a three-year-old that keeps yep. me very busy um it means uh, that i i can't just go out and shoot when i want uh but yeah. uh, i need to be more planned uh, ahead and so on uh but yeah but i'm i'm a i'm i I'm, I'm a dad and i'm a family man uh so i've got a wife of school, of course so the family takes a lot of uh,
0: yeah, they take up a bit of time. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I I try to bring my wife with me uh, on on as many shooting trips as I can, particularly when I do waterfalls and that sort of thing, because she loves bushwalking. But uh, mm. yeah, can't always convince her to get out of bed at uh, three o'clock in the morning in winter. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, exactly, exactly. Uh, no, that's um, that's the thing. So yeah, it's a, yeah, family, uh, that sort of thing it takes it takes most most of my time.
0: Yeah, cool. All right, I got one more uh, question for you, and for me, it's probably the most important: um, pineapple on pizza.
1: Um, yeah, I don't mind
0: that
1: uh, the Hawaiian style. Um, yeah. I I don't uh, I don't mind that. I think that's quite good, uh, but I do like other things on my pizza as well.
0: Yeah, same here. I'm, I'm, I'm a bit of a uh, pizza with a lot, you know, and I, I don't mind the anchovies and olives. So I know there's a lot of people that uh, are anti anchovy, but uh, I don't mind them.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, that's probably
1: one thing. The uh, that's the Napolitano style. Huh? That's that's probably not my favourite. Yeah, uh, I'd yeah. go with the uh, the pineapple ham before that. <laughs> but, uh, there, there, there. You go. There you go. Uh, absolutely.
0: Uh, well, uh, thanks very much for uh, taking the time to talk with us uh, tonight, Runa. Um I, I've certainly enjoyed catching up with you, and uh, you know it's really interesting to get in depth a little bit about some of your uh, the, your ways of working, etc. So, where where can people find your work other than uh, Instagram on uh, F- Svensania?
1: Um, yeah, so yes, uh,
0: you can find my website
1: as well. That's just svensania.com, exactly the same. Just um, so mainly there, I'd for photography. I, I haven't really indulged in any other platforms uh, as such. Um, you can find my work there. Um, you can find my music on Spotify, also on Svensania and a few other platforms. So, Good really, cool. if you Google Svensania, you'll find me, I'd say.
0: Fair enough. Yeah, it's, it, it's a fairly unique handle, I reckon.
1: <laughs> Hopefully, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, mate. Thank you so much for uh, taking the time and um, I uh, hope to talk to you again soon and uh, see you out and about. Absolutely. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. No worries. Thanks, mate. Uh, thanks again for listening to Landscape Photography World. I hope you enjoyed the show and keep listening because I'll be joined f- with some Great guests in upcoming episodes. You can find my work and this podcast at grantswinburnphotography.com. I'm also on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. I'm Grant Swinburne and hope to see you out shooting soon.